Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This isn't Hamilton. (laughs) This is not the musical I was mentally preparing myself to hear because that requires a little bit of stealing up. Yeah, apparently I got to get these to Colin a little bit earlier. But uh, either way, happy birthday to Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is 44 years old today. When we do these, can you start picking these that are older than me? <laughs> I'm just saying. We have to do this every day. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we did have Jimmy Page a little while ago. He just turned 80, so, you know. That's true. That's true. Um, so we'll talk about the uh, the Buffalo game last night and the uh, the bingo card maybe that Jen was doing of your reactions last night uh, based on the game. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the Emmys for a minute, um, which I didn't watch and don't generally care a lot about, quite frankly. I feel like awards shows have lost some of their um, luster to the extent that they ever had it in the first place. But the Emmys were on last night, and there were just a couple of cool moments that if you need to feel a little better about the world, there were just a couple of cool moments to talk about. Um, And then we'll talk about fashion, but we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, it was, and, and I didn't watch any of the broadcast. I was busy watching the Buccaneers and the Eagles last night. So, yeah. uh, you know, it was a football day all day long, yeah. but I didn't catch any of the broadcast at all. And yet you were going back and forth on, on Facebook a little <laughs> bit about some of the fashion choices that were going on. I mean, there was some news that came out of that, right? Elton John became an EGOT last night, yes. which is a massive, mm. massive deal. Um, Emmy, he had gotten Grammy, Oscar and Tony. Yes. Okay. I always forget that was the Oscar. Yeah. And the Tony, I believe, I, I'll have to look this up, but I, I think that's for the music in The Lion King is what oh, wow, won him yeah. that one. Uh, and same thing with the Oscars. I mean, he's done so much work for Disney over time, writing music for their movies. So that's where that came from. And uh, yeah, they, he got his Emmy last night. So good for him. I mean, it's like I said, it's a massive thing. I don't know how many EGOTs there are, but it's not many. That's a good question. We'll have to look that that up. If anybody wants to guess on the text line how many there are, and then we'll <laughs> see if you're right, feel free to text in a number. Um, the Cheers cast reunited. We'll get to that coming up in the next hour because there's more to talk about with that. Yeah. Um, the Bear won everything. Everything it was up for, just about, it won. And if you haven't watched it yet, um, they are currently uh, into their recording and writing season three right now, which comes out later this year. The first two seasons are on Hulu. It is, I don't watch a lot of TV. It is, I've watched it multiple times through now. It's, it's fast and it's, it's compelling and it moves really quickly and it's smart and it's just good and, and they want a lot. But the other moment that I thought was cool is that Christina Applegate 
um, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis a few years ago. And if you don't know the name, some of us know her from Married with Children, and then she's done more stuff since then. Um, But she, boy, her health has really taken a hit since she was diagnosed with MS. Yeah, well, and and that's not the only thing. I mean, she had a double mastectomy years ago after being diagnosed with breast cancer. So, yeah, she has had a number of health crises over time, but it looks like this one's a really tough thing for her. She can't stand anymore, correct? She cannot stand. She can barely walk. When She she got um, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame recently and had a difficult, she needed help. She walks with a cane. Anthony Anderson hosted last night. I'm hearing nothing bad about anything that he said. It's kind of nice to have that. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Um, but he helped her get to the podium and, um, we're going to play the audio for you, but she got a standing ovation, which for somebody who's not like married with children was a big thing, but she didn't, she's not had a big movie career. You know, she's just for them to give her that reaction since she can't walk on her own was just a super cool moment. So we'll play this for you here. You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um, (laughs) Body, not by Ozempic. Okay, let's go. Uh, Some of you may know me as Kelly Bundy from Married with Children. Um, Thank you. We don't don't have to applaud every time I do something. Um, Or Samantha from Samantha Who, or probably maybe my last job from Jen Harding from Dead to Me. (laughs) Thank you. But very few of you probably know me from that debut. I'm gonna cry more than I've been crying. Baby Bert Grizzle on Days of Our Lives. It was really a breakout role. Is there a picture? Oh, look at that, look at that. I I, I think I've been canceled. Um, Anyway, it's been an honor to play funny, flawed, complex characters like the women nominated for supporting actress in a comedy series. Nice. She was funny. She was endearing. The audience clearly just supporting her. It, it was just a cool, a cool part of the show. Yeah, so. there was, and there was one other thing. I've got to give a little shout out here to a good friend of the program, Roy Wood Jr. When the Daily Show won its Emmy, they all gathered the entire cast, and even though I mean a number of them, including Roy, are done now on the Daily Show, they were there because they were part of the season that won yet another Emmy for the Daily. And while they were up there, uh, Trevor Noah, of course, giving the acceptance speech and holding the the Emmy up and triumphantly and all of that, and there's Roy Wood Jr. in the background, Mal. Mouthing the words, please hire a host several times. And Roy, as you might remember, was in the running for that and took himself out of it effectively and said, you know what? I'm I'm done with this. There are reasons behind that. I'll let him tell that story the next time he's on the air with us. But it was just, it was one of those moments and people were calling it out on Twitter and he responded saying, hey fam, shh, I was trying to do that on the down low. <laughs> so I was you know, trying to be a little coy about it, but yeah, it was just a great moment for him as well to get that sort of final parting shot at the people at Comedy Central and the ones who are running the daily. Are they still doing temporary hosts? Are they still doing the live with Kelly brand of things where they yes uh, rotated last a week? I, last I checked, and I, I you know honestly I've fallen away from it because there's no consistency there. So yeah. there have been some great ones. I mean there have been some excellent fill in hosts, but for them to go this long, I mean it's it's like how they dragged out the Jeopardy thing. For them to go this long without any consistency on that show, I think is a bad mistake. Well, I'm glad he got 
I'm glad he got his little moment there. Um, yeah. I <laughs> yes, I, I wasn't watching the show, but I was home later. I wa- I stayed. Um, I went out and watched the Buffalo game, and then I and then I came home, and I was just scrolling through the arrivals pictures of the red carpet, which is kind of fun sometimes just to scroll through and see what everybody looks like. Um, I can put this question to the women in the audience for those who saw it, but if you guys have seen the picture, it's no longer number 56 in the list on people.com. Now it's number 18. There were some strange, that's the only word I have for it, strange outfits last night there were some cool dresses there was a lot of like silhouette one piece red you know there there were some very classy just classic looks that looked amazing and then there's the woman that has a push pin through the top of her dress i don't know who this aubrey plaza i don't know who she is she's <laughs> okay. beautiful yeah it's a, a light um yellow silk sheath dress that in the front has a push pin through it that's like two feet long. I, yeah, I, I need she, help. I need someone she, to explain to me what's going on here. Uh, part of that, I think, is her John? personality. Aubrey, <laughs> yeah, Aubrey Plaza is a uh, she's a comedic actress, and I mean she's done some serious roles as well. But she has a very sort of satirical, biting nature to a lot of the work that she does. So. To see her show up in that thing, I'm not sure exactly what message that's supposed to send, other than that she kind of looks like a post-it note. Um, It's weird, but then so is Aubrey Plaza weird, so it sort of fits with her personality. But I have never heard that name before, and for me to just look at the dress, I go, what is, what's the shtick here? What's the deal? And it was one of many. There were many patchwork pieces of fabric put together in weird ways that people were calling clothes. Last uh, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if, if that's your one shot every year in the uh, I mean, the Emmys are uh, a more of a party. I think, you know, the Oscar parties happen after the show. They take themselves yeah. very seriously during the show. And then afterward, everybody goes out and gets drunk until 5 a.m. But with the Emmys, it's a little more of a party atmosphere during the show. So if you're going to get weird, that's a good place to do it. I mean, remember, even at the Oscars several years ago, there was Bjork who showed up in that dress oh. that looked like a swan. <laughs> right? How do we ever forget? How do we ever forget? So, yeah, it's it's just a, if all eyes are going to be on me, I'll give them a reason to be on me. Okay, this time. But you only get one of those. Yeah. Like, it's not the MTV Music Awards. It's If you were going to right. the MTV Music Awards, have at it. Go nuts. But it's the Emmys. Yeah. It's not, you know. I also will be curious to see how many thousands of people watched the Emmys last night because football was on. So Right. And and it was a big I mean, it's a playoff game. Yeah. So now granted it was Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. So it's not like it's gonna, you know, garner every eye in the world, but anytime the NFL is on I mean, just to give you an example, so NBC had the game between uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh at three thirty. Mm-hmm. And at six thirty when the game was over they went to three solid hours of NCIS repeats. Wow. So, <laughs> Which I mean, still gets millions of viewers, even on repeats. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to know that the audience for NCIS, generally speaking, is going to be much older and much more heavily female than the audience for NFL football. So they were like totally counter-programming. And I guess the Emmys would be the same thing. Not a lot of crossover between watching the playoffs and watching the Emmys. 
This is true. All right, speaking <laughs> of the playoffs, uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll talk more about the game last night. Uh, we also have learned about... Um, Boy, talk about the cold from our game over the weekend. We had dozens of people at that game, it turns out, that were treated for hypothermia-related concerns. And it might be time for us to have a conversation about whether the Chiefs and the NFL did enough at that game to keep people warm. I mean, we kind of joked about they didn't have a reason to postpone it because they thought people would be safe. So we'll talk more about all that coming up here on KMBZ. Welcome in on this Tuesday where kids have yet another day off school today. Um, at least they called it last night. I think Casey Moe called it at like 3.30. It was one of the first ones I saw yesterday. Yeah. Who did I say? There was a local TV anchor. Uh, there are multiple that I follow, and I can't remember who said it, but kids' last day in school before break was December 22nd for some districts. And he said, counting this week so far, if you count today, they've been in school two days since December 22nd, and it's January 16th. <laughs> yeah, three weeks worth. Great. And my prediction is they'll be out Friday, because if you look at the forecast, we'll be in the 40s in a week. This time next week, we'll be in the 40s, but Friday is back in the single digits where we were on Saturday. Do you ever think you would get really excited about temperatures in the 40s? (laughs) No coat, man. (laughs) Listen, if I don't have to let my car run for five minutes just to make sure it's still going to start in the morning, then, then the day is a win. Speaking of a win... How was your night last night? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I did text Scott Parks a, uh, <laughs> a a little bit of a, I, I guess, an amelioration for the, the loss that his Steelers suffered at the hand of my bills. But yeah, it was oh, what? A, it, it, amelioration just i don't know that word making things better just sort of a a salve maybe ameliorate sorry i'm learning (laughs) something new ameliorate figure if i don't know it maybe there are other people that don't know it i could be um but yeah it just a uh a great game and it was i mean the the bills got out to a 21 nothing lead and then did something stupid and it went into it went into the half 21 7 and really i mean in the second half pittsburgh tried to make a game out of it but it was really too far away from them it was kind of out of reach by that point the thing that I think would interest Chiefs fans the most, if you didn't watch the game, and I, I can't tell you how many people have contacted me, Dana Wright included, over the last couple of days to say, look, friends is friends, but I got to root against your bills. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, I wouldn't want to play us either, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, especially in Orchard Park. But once again yesterday, and I'm looking forward to seeing the injury reports come out, we lost three vital players during that game yesterday. And don't know how serious those injuries are. We've talked about this before. When the temperature's that low, anything hurts like crazy. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the injuries are that bad. But losing another middle linebacker, losing another defensive back, I mean, it was – and it was on both sides of the ball. Players were going down left and right yesterday. So that may have reverberations into the game against Kansas City. So that game is going to take place 5.30 p.m. our time Sunday. and it's In Buffalo. Going to, in Buffalo, and it's going to be yet another barn burn. And now these two teams, I don't think it's any mystery to anybody, they've met in the playoffs three times in just the last four years, three times since 2020. This will be the fourth, and this is the only game that will have been played in Western New York. There was one regular season game uh, back in the 2020 season, I think, that they played in Buffalo, but that's it. All the other games have been here, and they've effectively split where the Bills win in the regular season and the Chiefs win in the postseason. So now that the script has flipped a little bit, Buffalo won here earlier this year, and now they're going to play this game in Orchard Park. It'll be the first time 
in the playoffs that the Chiefs have played in Orchard Park since Joe Montana was the quarterback <laughs> here. Hold on, I'm looking up Orchard Park, New York weather for Sunday. Oh, it's going to be 23. Cold. Yeah. 23, though. I mean, that's double digits. Shoot, it's in the 20s for crying out loud. But the um, game won't start until the sun's gone down. That's true. It's going to snow there till Thursday, by yeah. the way. All week it is snowing there um, until we get to, but Sunday it'll be Sunday and uh, sunny in 23. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good matchup. Um, the funniest picture I saw yesterday before the game was, you know, they did a really good job getting the snow off the field. Not so much amazing in some of the seats. <laughs> yeah, they didn't clear the seats at all. <laughs> no, and so just and I think it was um, it wasn't Buffalo. It was the other team's fans were trudging through three feet of, and that's not an exaggeration. I mean, yeah. knee height feet of snow. I mean, you can just picture like how exhausting that is, and you. I mean, it's because they didn't touch it. You're just having to pick up your legs and walk through that snow. You know, we talked yesterday about going to that game back in 1994 when it was during weather exactly like this and there was snow piled up a couple of feet high on the seats and all of that. And I had gone, um, it, it didn't, you know, it got there late and then had to leave early because it was brutally cold. But uh, it was the same kind of situation. And they, they tried, like you said, they tried to get the snow out of the aisles at least and, and out of some of the, uh, you know, the staircases and things like that so that they could make it safe to walk up to your seats. The other thing they did yesterday is they said, okay, whatever seat number's on your ticket, don't worry about that. If you can find a place to sit, sit oh, there. Nice. Okay. Because once you get there, you're not moving. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and there were, I'm sure there were plenty of people who had tickets and didn't show up because the weather was that bad and there was that much snow. So they just said, look, if you can find a seat, go ahead. Um, all right. So 913-586-7798. Um, so there were stories out. Uh, and some of you are texting about this already, about dozens of people being treated. There were 69 calls, KCFD said, uh, at Arrowhead Stadium on Saturday as the Chief took on the Dolphins, um, uh, just about calls. They said half of those were hypothermia related. And I know somebody on the text line just said, listen, if you're going to go to the game, <clears throat> excuse me, that's up to you. But, you know, the NFL had to make a decision about whether to keep that game at that time and at that place or make a change. And they said, yeah, it's going to be really, really cold, but it'll still it, that's not unsafe for people. And it has a few people asking, well, maybe it was unsafe. On the other hand, what were those people wearing? Yeah, the, and that's the thing. The only thing the NFL said is the only as far as canceling or moving a game, the only thing the NFL will do that for is travel conditions. They want to make sure that you can get to the game and from the game without slamming into somebody or getting buried in the snow. So once you're there, it's completely up to you. And I mean, Dana went, Sam Stevie went. Yeah. We had people here that went to the game and they were fine because they did right. everything they were supposed to do. They had the electronic stuff. They had the, the several layers of clothing. Um, Sam was talking about having the, the toe warmers and things like that and said they were fine. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as um, if you were just going to go out and run errands. I mean, except that you're outside for a lengthy period of time. But, but I said, um, Saturday morning, I got up early and was out doing stuff. And I mean, I was in two layers of pants and, you know, fleece leggings. And I mean, all that kind of stuff. You don't have to do that. But if you want to stay warm while you're out, you have to think, and you have to think of every extremity and every part of your body when you're out like that. 
No doubt. And if you go slamming beers and then figure, I'm going to take my shirt off at the Chiefs game, <laughs> that's kind of on you. Yeah, uh, but if you have feelings about it, um, 913-586-7798. I don't, uh, given how many people went to the game, that's not that many calls. No, me, and that doesn't I feel like that many. In terms of hospitalizations, I think the number was only like 15. So even though they had people that had to be transported or, or uh, you know, had to, I mean, look what they did. They had the warming stations outside. They had the warming stations inside the stadium. They had the heat on in all the bathrooms. And that's where people were going for relief is just standing in the bathroom <laughs> saying, look, I don't have to go. I'm fine, but I'm going to be here for a little while. And they did everything they could. The rest of it really is on us. And they let people bring in the cardboard. They didn't br let people bring in, in carpet, but they yeah. changed the rules so you could bring in cardboard to put your feet on. So good for them. All right. Uh, so we'll look forward to Sunday's game in Buffalo then. See what comes out of that. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll switch gears over to the craze over the Stanley Cups yet again for kids, not for middle-aged moms. And now we're starting to hear about kids being bullied if they don't have them. Talk more about this coming up here in KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Of all things that kids would want to get excited about buying or having bought for them, of all things that would be hip amongst kids, this is the last thing in the universe I ever predicted. Yeah, I don't know how a cup <laughs> became the thing that everybody has to have. But for some reason, this Stanley Tumblr has become the it thing of the moment. In 2023 and in 2024, this is what everybody has to have. And the curious thing about it is that, as you were sort of alluding to there, that it's it's become a huge status symbol among young people, like really young, grade school age. <laughs> and I just laugh because there's a lot of stuff, um, you know, TikTok and on social media about making fun of women my age, moms, who have, not that I'm a mom, but women my age who have kids, who have the biggest water cup they can possibly get their hands on. Yeah. And multiple of them, like leaving them absolutely everywhere. It's, it's a thing that we pick on moms for. Right. 
How did this become something nine-year-olds want to have? Be, and before we even get into the story that's going to bring us into this, let me let me blow your mind just a little bit here because my mind was absolutely blown. We've talked before about counterfeiting, right? About mm-hmm. purses and guitars and, I mean, everything that's a high-dollar item that you could have counterfeits out on the market. Do you know how many Stanley counterfeit tumblers there are out there on ebay and to the point that that there are videos on youtube telling you how to tell the difference between the real stanley tumbler tumbler and the counterfeit ones this is dumb yes and but they all are right everything that we had them you know we had whatever the jeans were or whatever the bag was we or the sneakers or whatever sneakers or every kid has that thing at some point in in their generation when they're in school usually it's it's an article of clothing or a bag it's something that you wear usually it's not something like this yeah but in this case it has become that and Like I said, to the point that there are counterfeiters out there making these things because the real Stanley Tumblers, boy, that's hard to say, uh, that's twice now. They they retail for anywhere between $35 and $50 a piece. They're not cheap. So it's it's one thing to have like a counterfeit. A true counterfeit has the Stanley logo on it. It's not actually made by them, but it has that logo printed on it. And a lot of them, as you might imagine, come from China because they knock off absolutely everything there. But there are also lower dollar, similar looking cups with the same kind of lid on them and all of that stuff that aren't counterfeit. They're just the generic version of the Stanley Tumblr. And that according to this one mom on TikTok, and yes, I know I take every TikTok video with a grain of salt too, but she said her, she bought one of the, just the, the generic ones. She went to Walmart, everybody had the tumblers. So, so she went and found one that looked like the one that all the kids had, that was just a Walmart tumbler with the, the built-in straw and the lid on it and all of that, gave that to her daughter. And her daughter came home from school in tears because the kids that had the real Stanley tumblers were bullying her for having the cheap one. God, where do you begin? Um, so the daughter thought, what's important to me about this a little bit is that the daughter liked the one that mom got her. Yes. The daughter was, was happy it, with it. It had all kinds of colors and little stars and stuff all over it. Yeah. Um, and so, and she was happy with the gift, which I think is really important. But it was when she got back to school and she said about 10 girls in her class got Stanley's for Christmas. And she said, and they made sure to let her know this one, the one that her daughter has, is not a real Stanley. It's fake and it's not as cool. Here's the question on the table for us is this mom, would you do what this mom did here? This mom didn't like her daughter being bullied at school. And so mom went out and bought her daughter a real Stanley that cost her $35. And, and her and she she put this on TikTok anticipating she was going to get grief for it. And, and she tried to defend it and said, before you come at me, if you're a mom, if you're a parent and you can do something to keep your child from getting made fun of to help them fit in, you're going to do it. Would you do what she did? 913-586-7798. She also points out she could afford it. It's not like she couldn't afford the $35 cup. She yeah. just didn't think it was that big of a deal. 
Right. And, and until it became a big deal. And as much as you want to hack on her and say, oh, come on, you know, you're teaching your daughter that the best way to deal with peer pressure is to succumb to it. That's not a great message. But I mean, if you're a parent and your nine year old comes home in tears, your first thought is, how do I stop this? How do I make this better? So I can't really get on her case about that. In a similar situation, I mm, see I had boys and it's different. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you said we all had our it thing when we were in school. When I was 13 and going into my freshman year in high school, it was, and this will date me, but what are you going to do? It was the Sony Walkman. That, oh, yeah. Especially yeah. the Sony Walkman that had the cassette deck built into it. I mean, that yeah. thing was like everybody had to have that. And my parents took me to Sears and bought me the Sears version of it. It was great. It worked great. It sounded great. It looked awesome. I loved it. And everybody was like, well, it's not a Walkman. I don't care. You know, we don't. We, we don't tend to get as, especially at that age. I mean, when you're talking about girls between the ages of 9 and 12, they can be absolutely brutal to each other for the smallest thing. Where with guys, I mean, that's kind of learning to play the dozens, right? You just, you figure out a way to to defend yourself, whether it's with humor or whether it's hacking back at the other guy. I mean, it, it's almost like a challenge. Um, so I, I don't think it means as much to us and we can get away with that stuff where I, I totally sympathize with this woman. I don't know what I would have done had I had a daughter. Yeah. But, and even at the age of nine though, boys maybe haven't learned that yet. You know, it's, I think about seven, I mean, I, I don't have nine year olds in my life, but I have seven year olds in my life and I don't think they've learned that yet. I think they still, you still want to make friends, you know, you're, you're still oh, wanting, yeah. you know, to make, to make buddies. And I don't think at the age of nine, they've learned yet to say, I don't care what you think. I think they do care what they think. Oh, 100%. And yeah, I, I mean, like I said, by the time you're 13, 14, then you kind of realize what the game is. But you're right. At that age, and who doesn't, I mean, even at 13 or 14, everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to be in, right? And uh, until you realize that that doesn't really mean anything. And for some of us, that takes a lot longer than 13 or 14 years then what are you going to do about it again when it's your kid and they come home and say everybody's picking on me because i don't have the right shoes or i don't have the right tumbler or i don't have the right shirt or the right collar on my shirt whatever it happens to be you can't fix it every time you can't you can't fix it right. every time they're bullied this is a time that she can fix it and so my heart just hurts it's it, it's 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 a struggle right but there are going to be times where this daughter is just going to have to learn how to deal with bullying or mom's going to have to do something else or the school's going to have to do something. In this case, it was a, it was an easy fix. Oh, yeah. is, is but how does this bucks? escalate then? What if it's a hundred dollar thing next time? Like what if it's an expensive thing? At what point do you draw the line and your kids got to learn you don't have to fit in? Your kid's got to learn it's a, but maybe nine years old isn't the age. You're right. 13, 14 is different. Maybe nine isn't quite it. Yeah. So and, what would and, you do? And what if you're in that position where, I mean, this mom, as you said, had the 35 bucks. She could go and spend that to make her daughter feel better. Not everybody can. That $35 for her might be completely out of reach for somebody down the street. And in that case, how do you have that conversation with a nine-year-old to say, 
I would love to do that for you. I would love to make it better for you. We can't. And do you tell them that's the reason why? If you know that you can't afford to, or that's just not a good use of money, quite frankly, yeah. you can afford to, but it's not a good use of money. Do you tell them that's the reason? I don't know that I would. I, because I don't, um, at the age of nine, I don't like putting the financial burden like that on, on a kid. Do you tell them instead the other stuff? The, you don't need it to fit in. This is where you're going to learn. You know, you, you, you do the life lesson thing. Be yourself. Be yourself. And yeah. you liked this when I got it for you. Right. So it's it's about you enjoying this thing, which you clearly did. Don't let somebody else tell you what you should and should not like. Um, and that's a hard conversation to have with a nine-year-old. It's funny you say that, though, about not telling kids that you can't afford something. When my oldest was about three, he learned that, that that was, you know, there, because at that point, I mean, we were young and we had no money and, you know, we were right. struggling and barely making it by and all of that. And sometimes if he asked for things, we could get them. And other times we would tell him, we can't really afford to do that right now. And he was completely fine with it. He was like, oh, okay, well, in that case, I don't need it. Boy, that's a bigger conversation too. And we can certainly go that direction with this. Um, when I was early in high school, my mom's job went away. And, and, um, and my mom made significantly more money than my dad. So that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was old enough to get it, but you know, and to understand and to not freak out about it. But I remember my dad coming to me and saying, you know, your mom is, is no longer employed and you come to me now if you need anything. And he was delicate about it, but that was heavy. I mean, yeah. that felt like, like, I remember, um, you know, in picking out like high school graduation rings and all that kind of stuff and feeling like I didn't get a high school graduation ring. Wow, do I not care now that I don't have one? <laughs> but at the time, everybody was getting one. And yeah. I felt like I couldn't ask that of my parents. Where in reality, I should have just asked and let them tell, you know, like you let your manager manage you, you know, don't don't assume no, let your manager tell you what what is and, and is not. I took that upon myself instead of letting them make that decision. Yeah. So it was it was a big deal. Yeah. And maybe because we started so young with with BJ, maybe that helped because there's not as much baggage that you bring with not being able to afford something. There's no shame in that when you're a little right. kid. It's like, I either have a quarter to buy that or I don't. And if I don't, right. I can't buy it. That yeah, All of the things that you put on top of it, all of the personal responsibility that you sort of take on with something like that, you learn that later. Um, it, it worked out really well for us, and the kid's got a great head for money now, much better than I did when I was his age. So, yeah, maybe there is something to that. It, and it worked for me too. Although I think I had that head for money in part because I had two parents that looked at money in extreme ways and in opposite ways. And I ended up in the middle. I mean, working yeah. at the age of 13 for the first time because I wanted my own money. It was very simple. I wanted to be able to, but then I learned to save it. And so it, so it worked out. Uh, 913-586-7798. If, if you've ever had to have that conversation about we can't afford this, what did you do? 913-586-7798. We'll get to your comments next here on KMBZ. So we started off talking about the story out of Ohio. This is about the Stanley Cups that the kids, particularly the girls, are really after. And it's kind of the new status symbol. So you have a mom that went onto social media and said, I got my kid one. I got my nine-year-old daughter one, but I bought the cheap one. I went to Walmart and I got the cheaper one. And kids now have become so good at spotting the fake 
that they knew it was a fake and they picked on the nine-year-old girl for it relentlessly horribly and so mom went out and got her kid the real one the 35 dollars one that's really a stanley and on social media she said get off my back about it like i know you're going to come after me if you are a parent and you can relieve your kid of that pain you do it is that the case and it, what if you can't afford it and we'll go go to the phones on that if you want to jump in 913-586-7798 we'll start with kia in overland park hi kia hi so one of the ways that we've been able to get around that with our kids is we start allowances from a young age and kind of how to budget their money and We've gone through the tearful uh, moments when they've spent all their money on something and then realized that they could have gotten a whole lot more of something else that was cheaper. So they understand the value of saving their money to the point that our senior, um, he was able to buy his own Christmas present with – his savings and giving, getting himself a really, really nice gaming system um, for Christmas. So um, our kids have always explained, hey, we, we have our own money. We just choose to spend it on something that we're going to really want. Yeah. So I think if you go in the direction of teaching them about how to use money and how to value it, um, they'll really have something to say to the kids when if they come and bully or whatever that's a great idea mm-hmm. kia thank you um Thanks for the yeah call. The, I, I don't know if your parents did anything like that with you the one thing when we got our allowance we we would spend it on whatever we wanted but mm-hmm. when it came to christmas money you get you know christmas money from grandma or whatever mm-hmm. and that would come in the cards where we would always be like all right i want to go out today let's go let's go let's mm-hmm. go spend the christmas money and mom and dad would say wait a week wait a week and what i want you to do mm-hmm. is plan what you want to go spend the money on we're not going to just go get the first shiny thing that you like they actually made us think about it and and that was that first sort of entry into that sort of responsibility i think it's a wonderful idea my parents let me keep it um all the christmas money and all the my birthdays right after christmas and so all the birthday money also and i never spent it i just always (laughs) saved it so it was yeah. fine. They could let me do it because I never blew it on things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you had the responsibility already. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I'm a work in it's progress. Okay. It's all right. We, we get better as we age sometimes. Uh, all right, we can go back to the phones. Keep going here. How about uh, Bill and Oak Grove up next? Hi, Bill. Hey, how are we doing today? Couldn't Great. be better, Bill. What's going on? Hey, I grew up in a house. My father had infectious tuberculosis when I was Ooh. a kid. And so he would be, I mean, he would literally go to the doctor's office and not come home for a month, six weeks at a time. Now, my mother worked full time, but as a child, you know, not having that steady dual income family, uh, we did a lot of without. And uh, the one thing that comes to mind to me was my mother bought me a pair of generic high top tennis shoes from Kmart that were like the generic uh, Converse. And uh, I got in a fight at school over it because the kid was making fun of me because he had true Converse's. And my next door neighbor, my dad was in the hospital at that time, came to me that evening and said, we need to talk. And he sat me down and told me, he said, you know, he said, the only thing that you can do is just accept the fact that your mom is doing the best she can do. It's not your fault. Your dad's sick. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a lawnmower. And that way you'll have an opportunity to do what you want to do. You can either let it sit out in your yard and rust 
or you can get as many of these yards as you can. And from that day on, I learned the importance of working. I mean, we all knew. Yeah. I mean, growing up, we knew that we didn't have it. You know, I mean, we were happy with, you know, good book Christmases at times. But uh, he gave me that lawnmower, and uh, lawnmower turned into a snow shovel when we got snow. You know, I mean, it just kind of put the emphasis on me of the importance of, you know, stepping up and filling that gap. And now yeah. I'm a retired truck driver, and I've got granddaughters that uh, I've kind of spoiled because income changed in our lifestyle and whatnot to the no, point where my, yeah. my, my, my sister or my daughter-in-law called me up a couple of years ago and said, we got a problem, Grandpa. And I thought, oh, no, what have I done now? And she said, not you. She said, these dang girls. She said, I am so sick and tired of telling them they can't have nothing. And they said, that's okay. We'll ask Grandpa. <laughs> and so now you're and the bad guy. <laughs> now oh, I'm the bad man. Guy. Anyway, a couple of weeks go by. My daughter-in-law called me back up. She said, I think I got a handle on it. And I said, well, yeah, what's that? So she had refreshed my memory. And I said, oh, yeah, what'd you do? She said, I just reminded the girls of what, told the girls that whatever it was they were asking for, if Daddy and I told them no, if they were still out the line, I'll wait and ask Grandpa whatever it was they would do without it. And she All said, right. boy, them girls had to bite their lips a couple times, but neither one of them threw that, that trump card down on their t- kitchen table again. But anyway, Good like deal. I say, it's just, you know, having that peer pressure of kids, like I say, my first response was to punch the kid in the nose, which was totally wrong. You know, I mean, I'm a, maybe sixth grade and I got sent home from school for fighting. Yeah. You know, which mom, dad was in the hospital, mom wasn't home. You know, so I yeah. did in-house, in-school detention, and then mom had to come to school and get me. And, you know, I mean, it was just a horrible situation. But luckily for me, I had a neighbor, like I say, that stepped up and said, hey, we need to talk. You got it. Well, that's, that's it's a we're great way to do it. Yeah, we, we got to go for the top of the hour. But, yeah, we've heard from a couple of people on the text line saying the same thing. I went out and shoveled driveways. That's what you got to do. We have a bunch of you on hold. We got to this topic late, so we'll. if you want to hang on, we'll get to more of your calls after 11. Again, would you have done what this mom did, which was buy her kid the more expensive thing so that she wasn't bullied? Hang with us. We'll get back to your calls next year on KMBZ. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.